When you dreamed of opening your boutique fitness studio, you may have pictured faces floating through your studio as delighted clients come and go from life-changing movement sessions that they take with you. And that vision, that scene may have put a smile on your face just now. But what happens to that image when you see yourself selling your services? If you're like many of the studio owners that I work with, seeing the sales side of your business can perhaps make you a little bit more uncomfortable. So here's a little secret that can uh, perhaps change everything for you. And that is that selling your services doesn't have to be intimidating or difficult or make you feel uncomfortable. In fact, when you have the tools and tactics and the right mindset, it can actually be a fun experience. And that's what I'm going to talk about today on the episode all about how you can create easy, smooth sales as we head into the busy new year. So I'm going to share with you three tactics for making sales much easier and more comfortable for you just in time to give your January revenue a major boost. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and thank you for joining me here today and listening in again. Um, you might be able to hear I've got a little bit of a cold. I've had this for a couple of weeks now, and honestly, I just can't shake it. I have taken all the things, I've done all the resting. I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm frustrated. <laughs> and if you've ever been in that spot, or maybe you are, I think this is something that's going around. Half the team here at Spring 3 have had this too, and we're all just supporting each other and trying to keep each other's spirits high, even though we sound like we should be in bed. <laughs> so bear with me. Um, but I have had my uh, extra coffee this morning, so I am ready to talk all about sales because we know how you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, just how important that component is for the success of your business, for growing your revenue, and of course, growing your profit, right? And so this is a this is something that we often just sort of leave up to fate in our business sometimes. Um, and we try to do our best by being the best teachers we can be, which is absolutely the right thing to do. Um, but there are always some things that we can do to perhaps refine our ways of selling our services, because it is absolutely essential, honestly, that for a successful business owner and, and many of the people who actually work in your studio to have this skill um, in their little toolkit of skills, right? Selling is absolutely essential <clears throat> for your business. It's what brings the money in the door, right? And that's what your business fundamentally is all about. It's about an exchange of value between you and your audience, your clients. Okay. And I think the challenge is that many folks get uncomfortable, um, in that role because it is so very different from the other role you have in your business of being so involved and considerate and compassionate and caring often for your clients. And you have a very, often a very deep and close relationship with your clients. And so moving into that mode of, um, of selling to them can feel like a big kind of jump, right? 
But when you kind of have some of these methods, some of these tools, some of these phrases to help you and support you, it can actually be very, very, feel very, very natural to you. Okay. And I want you to know that if you do feel like that right now, you are not alone. You know, when getting comfortable with selling is a, is comes with practice, truly. Um, those who are very good at it, usually are good at it because they have uncovered some of these tactics early on in their career, or they've been around others that have those. Um, so they've picked them up as they go. Um, but there are some things that you can do to develop that skill set on your own. And once you're aware of the things you can be doing, you can develop this skill and it will only support you and your business. So I'm going to share with you three tactics that will help to smooth out the sales process in your studio, because we are heading into a period of time often in the season where, um, we see a lot of new clients coming into your studio, perhaps people who haven't been in for a while, and also perhaps some new and friendly faces as well, which means that there is going to be a lot of opportunities for you to practice your sales skills. Okay. But before we dive into that, I want to address something when it comes to selling. And that is that mindset function. You see, selling isn't just about tactics, tools, or pricing. And we tend to lean on pricing a lot um, when it comes to sales, but there's a lot that we have to do in and of ourselves in order to feel we, uh, in order for us to be in a position where we feel confident selling. Because the biggest influence you can have over your business is when you are confident about what you do and you can come from a place of confidence um, when you are in that role of selling, right? And making that sale, right? And I think when it comes, when we think about sales, you know, one of the reasons why you may have switched from being happy and thinking about your clients coming into your studio and taking those sessions and all that energy um, to feeling perhaps a little bit uncomfortable when we start to think about how that transitions into, you know, asking for a, a payment on the credit card or telling a client that their package is ending. Um, we often think of those moments as um, pushy um, or that you're using these slimy tactics or tricky tactics um, that we are using these, these tools to get people to do something that they don't want to do. Right. And because you usually are in a place where you are helping people to become healthier and stronger and happier, it's a difficult transition to then go into perhaps that if that's the image you have of what sales is to make that jump. Right. The reality is that sales does not have to be that way and it should not be that way. It should be organic. It should feel natural to you if you're confident about what you do and how you do it. And then it's really just about the mindset, right? And this can sometimes be one of the biggest challenges um, and one of the one of the hardest things to um to change and to implement and to refine. And that shift comes from within you. Um, it can be, it's nothing that anyone else can do for you but having an awareness for how you think about that moment where you are making the sale um, can be helpful. Okay. So I want to talk about how you can think through, think through this shift that you might need to make. Some folks need to make. And I want to start with this. Number one, you are not pushy. You are not tricky. And your clients really do 100% need and want your services. Okay. After all, you and I, you and I, I mean, we both know just how much of an impact movement makes in our clients' lives. We know that your clients' lives are improved and benefited in so many ways by being a part of your studio and your community. 
So before you go figure out how to handle the the mechanics of transactions and booking and inviting new clients in, you need to fully embrace that mindset. Because when you're in that place, um, you are in a place where you are confident in what you are selling um, instead of wondering if it's good enough or if it's worth it or all of these very negative thoughts that can often pop into our mind. And that is not helpful for successful sales. So instead of avoiding the sales process because it makes you feel uncomfortable or perhaps having a kind of a love-hate relationship or feeling anxiety around it, right? Use it as, think of it about as the vehicle that you can use to impact more lives, right? The more people who you, with whom you have that value exchange, the bigger impact and the greater difference you will have within your community. So instead of thinking about selling that other package or that membership, um, think about it as opening up an opportunity for your clients to live happier, healthier, stronger, or more resilient lives. Okay. And because you know that ultimately if they follow through and if they come and use all those sessions in that package, they will receive so many amazing benefits, um, that they will get from being a part of your studio and moving on a regular basis. Okay. This is not about tricks. This is not about schmoozing. This is not about sleazy tactics at all. I do not, not, um, uh, recommend doing, implementing any tactics that are that way. And I know there are people out there that do, but I recommend being 100% transparent with your pricing and your packages with your clients. Okay. And what your studio, um, what your studio and what your, your, your clients get from your studio is a part of that value exchange. And the more transparent you can be about the price, but the more you can communicate about the value of being a client, the easier your sales process will become. Okay. So it, there's a lot, it has to really start with making that mental shift around your sales mindset. Okay. And when you have that and you're aware of that, and you're aware of how you're thinking about what you're selling, um, you can make some adjustments perhaps, and even just the awareness can have a big impact, um, in making your sales process so much smoother. Okay. So let's talk about the three steps that will help to make all your sales smoother. Okay. Now, the first step is to connect with your clients. This is important. You have a close relationship with your clients, okay? And we want that relationship to last for a long time. This is not a one-time sale here inside of your studio business. And so when a new client is looking at perhaps becoming a client in your studio, the first thing you're going to want to do is to make a connection with them. They need to feel like they belong, that they're in the right place, and that you can help them get what they need. All right. And we have to be aware of in this situation of how that first time client feels or how that new client might feel. And most new clients want to feel seen, heard, and understood. Okay. They don't want to just be another number. They don't want to be treated like just another new client who's coming into your studio So it's important from the very first contact that you are engaging with everybody in a way that is developing and connecting, developing relationships and connecting with them in in a genuine and very natural way. You want to make sure that you have got um, a few ways that you are able to get to know your clients, questions that you might ask them, um, ways that you might um, connect with them in the studio, but also out of the studio to show them that 
you are the right place for them. Okay. So it's really important that from day one, you are looking for ways to connect with your clients and that you are in that moment, listening to them, getting to know them, understanding where they're coming from, because that's when you can start to really develop that relationship. Okay. The second step is to be talking about transformation. Okay. And if you've heard me talk about marketing, talking about your marketing message, you'll know that this is really important. And inside of my marketing intensive, we, this is exactly what we do. We talk, we craft the, the words, the language, uh, the copy that describes the value of what you do in your studio. Once you have that, you know how to talk about what you do so that you're never feeling like you're in, you're using pushy sales tactics. Right. And so when you're in a situation, when you've kind of have, have welcomed that new client into your studio and you've connected with them in a meaningful way, they will begin to feel like they belong in your community and you are to them. You are a, an expert. You are the person they are looking to, to tell them and show them how they can be stronger and healthier and happier in their lives. Right. And all the ways that they can be, if they do what you tell them, (laughs) um, but we also want to start think, encourage them to think about not just the next session, but perhaps a longer period after that, right? And thinking about what's possible for them as your clients. And so this is something that you want to, again, this becomes part of your communication with your clients. And this is something that I have, uh, I have, I have worked on with all of my studio owners and it's incredibly impactful. Um, and when you have the framework um, as your as your kind of, um, toolkit, you know, that you can follow, it's really, really incredibly impactful to help support you in the way that you talk about what you do with your clients. Okay. So usually people come into your studio because they need you to help them with something. Um, sometimes that might, that thing might be obvious because it might be similar across many different clients. And it might be the thing that you tell people you can do. Um, and it's important for you to remind them of why they're there on a regular basis and, uh, and remind them that, you know, they will be coming to you for a long time. So it's really important that you know why your clients are coming to your studio and that will be unique to your business because what you do in your business is unique to you and how you treat your clients and the experience you give them is unique. So you want to make sure that when you're having um, those conversations early on and on an ongoing basis with your clients that you are very aware of the reasons why they keep showing up and what they are looking for from you. Because that is really important for you to know so that you can let them know that they are in the right place and that they're doing the right things. Yeah. So we want to make sure that, uh, that you are talking about what's possible for them and that you are affirming to them that yes, you are the expert that can help them. You are the person who has um, done all this training and that you are the person that many others have relied on to do the thing that you are telling them that you can do, right? So we want to make sure that you're incorporating that type of language in conversations, not just with new clients, by the way, but with your regular ongoing clients as well. Okay. Lots and lots of different ways you can do this. Lots of different places you can do this. Okay. So the next step is to make an invitation. Okay. And once you've connected with your clients, you've talked about what's possible for them in the studio, what, what they're going to get out of their sessions with you. Um, it's, we want to make sure that we are inviting them into the next step, right? 
what I see often is, and this is where like there's, it, I see sort of the gate closing as it were on that customer journey or on that pathway through your business that your clients all take. And what happens often is that we don't uh, give the clients that next step on the journey. We don't tell them what's next for them. We don't make them that we don't um, offer them an invitation to continue on. Right. And if we're not making those invitations to continue on and we don't have that next step even mapped out for them, then we're letting our cl- the client decide for themselves. And the problem with that is that the client is not the expert and they do not know where they should go next, what they should be doing, how often they should be doing it, and what their expectations should be for when things should start to change for them, right? Um, and so if you, this is where your expertise can really come into play and you can show them what's possible for them, but you're also going to make them an invitation, going to offer them an invitation to join you in your studio and join your studio and allow you to help them to get there. Okay. So you do this in your face-to-face conversations. Again, it should be very, very natural. And when I work with my, my uh, members of the marketing intensive, we actually, we actually talk through scripts and I give sample phrases and we talk about ways that we can, um, even personalize those messages according to your particular studio. And so we want to make sure we're having these conversations and that we can have these conversations very organically and very, very naturally. Right now, outside of those perhaps face-to-face conversations, you're going to be, um, you're going to have other places that people will go to learn about you and, or that they will receive marketing messages from you, perhaps in emails, perhaps they will, um, check out your website. And in all of these places, you want to make sure that you have a clear call to action or an invitation to your clients, right? So your website should have a very, very clear button on the front page that says new clients click here. And you want to guide them forward in the next step of the journey so that they can identify with where they're at and where they want to go. Okay. The same thing with your emails. If you are sending regular emails to your clients um, and you're not including any links to purchasing something or booking something, then that's an opportunity for you. You could be making a bit of a change there that might lead to additional revenue, more bookings, and even more clients. Okay. So you've got to have these three steps kind of lined up before, um, you're even going to be close to making a sale that is going to become a good sale. Right. And because I'm not here just to tell you how to make one sale. I want you to, to build a, a base of clients that are loyal and that become these amazing champions of your brand that refer their amazing friends to you. Right. And if we are make focused on just making one sale, and it's just a transaction, then we won't have that long-term relationship with your clients where we see clients coming back week after week, month after month, year after year, and telling all their friends who do the same thing to come to you also. Okay. So you want to make sure that you're taking care around these steps that lead up to that invitation or that lead up to that point of sale, that you are thoughtful around what you're talking about, how you're talking about it, because you are going to be doing this a lot in your business. This is not something that you're going to just do once or twice. This is an ongoing activity in your business. Without it, you will not have a business. So we want to make sure that we are thoughtful around how we can refine this process and making sure that as many people as possible who seek you out, who show up um, looking for what you do, uh, walk down that path towards becoming a long-term loyal client, that they are um, transitioning, 
through every step of that journey and moving into that from that place of being just looking to into a place of, oh my goodness, this is the best studio. This is the best thing I've ever done. I need to go and get my friends to all come here too, right? That's what we want. So we want to make sure that we are, we are setting ourselves up for success. And when you, when you implement these three steps, you will find that you are in a place that is much, much more um, successful from a sales perspective, but it also enables you to build those long-term relationships. Okay. So selling doesn't have to be as difficult as it might seem. Um, and I, I encourage you to be thoughtful about these three things, right? I encourage you to be thoughtful about connecting with your clients from day one, looking, understanding why they're there and what they're looking for. Number two is talking about the value and the transformation and what's possible for them as your client. Number three is how you make the invitation and when you make that invitation and making it often, right? Do not let the client decide what to do next. You are the expert, okay? And if you have got a journey for your clients that is mapped out and aligned with you and your business goals and your values, your sales will be much, much easier and much, much smoother. So there you have it. After you shift your mindset around selling, you can take these three steps to make selling smooth and easy in your studio business. And I'll be honest, if you start thinking about these steps right now and implementing these steps right now, you can boost your revenue in January, but also in every other month of the year as well. If you're interested in learning more about how I can help you craft the messaging around your value, the transformation and how to connect with your clients early on, then you might be interested in learning more about my marketing intensive program. And so I would encourage you to go to spring3.com forward slash marketing intensive to find out when the next enrollment is and get on the wait list. Inside tip, there will be an enrollment early in the new year. So I really hope this episode of the Pilates Business Podcast was helpful to you. And if it was, please, please, please be sure to never miss another episode. Um, So hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening to podcasts. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Mm